Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Of adrenaline, adrenaline. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. Comic Man. Masquerade! Do 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 Bang bang! <laughs> Hi! Welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm the baby brother of this trio and your sunshine into Gotham, and my name's Ben! Great. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm the <laughs> oldest out of us. I uh, produce this mess. And I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we have been reading through. Um, this is episode two of season three, guys. And this is a podcast where three very unique brothers get together uh, to talk about Batman comics, to talk about Batman movies, games, whatever that has to do with the Dark Knight, and we make theme drinks to go along with whatever we are doing that day. So I had the book and the drink this uh, week. We read Joker's Five-Way Revenge. And I made a very special, very um, it's dangerous, flashy drink for you guys. Flashy is Wally West in it? Don't don't. No. Uh, this is called a <laughs> Tokyo iced tea. Uh, if you guys are familiar with the Long Island iced tea, it is very similar to that with a melon tart twist. It's good. You like it? Uh, for now, <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. Y'all probably won't like how much I like it. Uh, it'll be interesting, right? It doesn't. I don't think it tastes that boozy. It just. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I feel it behind my nose already. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoy it. I uh, hope the listeners enjoy Thanks. your enjoyment of it. Yeah. Um, and then you guys can find uh, pictures of the drink because now being in season three, guys, I've decided that I'm going to post the special drink every episode oh. to our Facebook, wow. which is the Brotherhood of Batman at Facebook. Or you can find us on Twitter at BrotherHDBatman or send us an email at BrotherhoodOfBatman at gmail.com. Or once every couple of months, you can find a cute picture of Ben at the Instagram Brotherhood of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually me doing More something Batman related. So sort of. Batman. But yeah, that kind of <laughs> goes into my week in geek. Um, I've been, we, we went on a family vacation with my wife's family. Vacation, and, um, all I ever wanted. Vacation, time <laughs> to get away. Go ahead. Where'd you go? <laughs> we went to Michigan. Uh, had a great time uh, at some cottages on the lake and really relaxed. Um, our our brother-in-law is a trained chef. And on this trip, every little family group takes a night and makes dinner for the whole shebang of people. And being a trained chef, I was talking to him while he was cooking. And he was talking about how to um, match flavor profiles and you know why he was right. making the choices he was making as he was cooking. Because it's something I've always been interested in. And then I was like, well, that's a lot of information. And you went to school for this. But I'm not going to learn all that. But I do know how to drink. And so I was like, I'm going to learn how to pair cocktails with food. And so coming back from our vacation, uh, every time I've been cooking at home, you know, my wife and I take turns on who cooks. But I've been trying to come up with a cocktail that themes with dinner been the expansion of my sweet so that's <laughs> nice. gonna make you nice. better at pairing cocktails to the comic books that's Perfect. the idea Wonderful. yeah which uh hopefully this one is one of many um but because Suck. of that i'm going to try to post the pictures of all of our drinks and then if Sounds you guys good. uh want i can do like the recipe in the comment section do on Facebook. 
it. Awesome. Lord knows I ain't posting nothing. <laughs> so yours wasn't really geeky. So I'm going to follow that with more stuff that wasn't geeky. But it was super badass. And it was uh, something that I could use to fight supervillains. I went axe throwing at one of those places. <laughs> Why y'all laughing? <laughs> Why y'all laughing? So it was a group of like... What would Ben's name be if he fought supervillains with axes? Be uh, the Rainbow Hatchet. <laughs> I like it. That's cute. Yeah, I have nothing better, so we'll go with that. Um, so if you don't know, it's this new trend, like instead of going and going bowling you go and you throw axes um i did not know what to expect i had never done it before i'm not really one with aim or weapons or anything like that (laughs) oh dear um we got there and it was a a party for my friend and there was a group of seven of us throwing axes i think and we all took turns with the practice throws and we spent like 20 30 minutes practice throwing um, because the person in charge didn't realize we were a group that was supposed to get like a nice. special class and like compete against each other. So during the 20, 30 minutes, I did not get a single one in the wood. Nothing stuck. <laughs> I was kind of over it. I was like, I spent how much money for this? Like, I don't, I'm over this. My dear husband, on the other hand, got a bullseye on his first throw and continued to get all of them. He was like killing the game. <laughs> then the little man's like, oh my God, it's a birthday. I'm so sorry. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a round robin where you all compete against each other. It's points. We're going to keep track of all of it. Once that started, y'all better believe I won. <laughs> I won. I kicked everyone's butt. It was so much fun. Um, and my poor little husband was pouting in the corner because he got worse and worse as it went on. He's like, I'm sore from doing good at the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Aaron, have you ever done that? No. Uh, I mean, in an organized, no. not not your backyard, <laughs> just throwing axes well, at things. I was waiting for the clarification. No, uh, not in an organized thing. It always looked like fun. It's a lot more fun than you think. Like going into it, you're like, eh, I'm going to go throw axes. But like once you start doing it, like this is like exhilarating and stress relieving. I and, was sore for yeah. a couple of days after because it's not muscles I normally use. You like hold it with both hands behind what your does head. Does he use those muscles for normally? I don't know. I don't use these muscles i don't that's ever why throw he doesn't things. have any huh. well, i don't throw things from behind my head so you, <laughs> you have the axe and you're supposed to lean backwards and then lean forward and throw your whole body into it i got yes. really good it was all about placement of your foot because different heights of different people will make the axe spin a different amount of right, times right so once i figured out where to stand yeah the sweet spot it was it was great it was good and nice. so as long as a super villain is 24 feet away <laughs> and, and you're able to still <laughs> and i have an axe and a score i have to be competing against another superhero the so i, env- I envision the rainbow hatchet that when he throws his <laughs> axe there's a rainbow contrail that follows Ooh. it in the air as it goes oh. so I, well, I, I would like to challenge uh, any of our listeners out there if you want to draw ben as the rainbow hatchet and send it to us in one of our <laughs> social medias we will plaster that all over the place oh my god i'll make it i'll put it on a t-shirt yeah, yeah. if it's good it's gotta be cute so <laughs> or that no, could be just ben's, do your best uh, do you know, your best that could be ben's batman tatoo guys uh, that could yeah. be ben's batman oh, i don't tattoo. know about all that <laughs> but you better believe that the first couple times i threw that axe i screamed and the whole place was like looking around like what just happened and i don't think anybody stabbed. doubts that <laughs> 
Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Only eight octaves higher. <laughs> the uh, the guy running it, though, was like, I've got to tell you. Like, he was rooting for me at the end when the competition was looking like I could actually win. He was like, I got to tell you, this is like the biggest underdog story I've ever seen since working here. <laughs> He's like, you went from screaming and it hitting the ceiling to... <laughs> <laughs> nailing and taking people so down. like winning the whole thing it was great anyways so nice nice hey, Ryan. uh so my week in geek i finished reading crisis on infinite earths did you really? i did i finished the whole thing did you uh it was very long and a lot of people i didn't give a crap about died and a lot of people that i didn't give a crap about lived and there's a whole lot of nonsense for one earth to be remaining uh, that's about it so you're ready for the sequel? Hell's no. No, I, I, I'm gonna. I, I meant to bring it today. I, uh, I, it I am not. How many stars me. would you give it out of four? Um, who, who rates things out of an even number? How many stars would you give it out of seven? What do you want from me? I'm not doing five. Five's too basic. Basic I don't know. star is not one. Um, I would give it for the time period. I can. Res- the art was incredible. The <sighs> art was good. George Perez. George was very good. The story was very convoluted in some senses but at the same time the undertaking trying to manage everybody and put it into one context and do all that i thought at two and a half okay all right out of four four okay thank you for following the instructions um sweet so jake what did we read (laughs) was that it aaron oh i finished that and then i also uh put together a comic closet (gasps) which uh it's I got all so my cute. I got all my books off the shelf that were waywardly thrown about. And Baby's first comic closet. It's, it's very it's tiny, so but it's uh. With their little, little organized stool, a little and I have a tiny little stool for tiny yep. little Aaron. Yep. It's great. All my pop figures are down there. So I love that Aaron and I, who own our own homes, have you know both had been homeowners for what almost decade. We're almost at a decade. You guys are over a decade. No, we're over a decade. Uh, you know, we have all this space. We have... I have no space. I have a tiny closet. <laughs> and, and we read in our closets. And then Ben has an entire room in his city apartment devoted <laughs> to comic books. I have a room that's larger than my bedroom. That is, It's like a third comic books, well. a third drag... And then the rest is like Josh's stuff thrown in a corner. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, it's because Ben has come out of the closet. Oh. <laughs> and he can't be put back in. <laughs> so. That joke took him a while as Aaron's scrolling through know, his know, sound bites. Yeah, That's funny. But yeah, it's good times. That's all but I it's have. true. I have a whole reading corner. I have a couch and a chair in the corner of this well-lit room. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you two are shoved in the closet. <laughs> it's pretty sad. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So yeah. what do we read? What are we uh, talking about here, well, Jake? Well, uh, this week, as I said at the beginning, we read Joker's Five-Way Revenge, which is a story from Batman number 251 from September 1973. Is this the oldest thing we've read? It's from 73? Mm, I don't think it's the oldest. It it's seems close. Old. So this is Bronze Age? Silver Age. This is Silver Age. What's the difference? That's an actual yeah, question. question. I, I actually want your information this time. <laughs> uh, but I'll so tell you when I'm done. <laughs> Bronze Age Bronze Age is really hard to define and I don't know that I can. But um, the difference between... Silver and modern is basically the crisis of infinite earths. Yes, I got that. So is bronze, we don't know. 
Bronze is um, so Golden Age is the introduction of Superman and Batman in the 1930s, and then Golden switches to Silver sometime with the Surfer. Ah! No, that's Marvel. But good try. I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this question. Uh, it's I, I apologize. Fine. I, but I, note now, when I cut you off, when you're trying to give information, you're like Ben never wants information. I'm like, no, you just don't have the information. I what? Yeah. <laughs> Right, Aaron. <laughs> I gave him. I gave him a chance. I, I feel like you did. All right. I feel Moving like th- on. I feel like this question could be tabled in one of the closets and <laughs> till another episode. So that's Jake's homework. Jake, find you out, have homework. Find out that what a bronze age. Define is. you the because I really want to know. I I actually want to know because yeah. you keep mentioning. We know what the silver age is, and you've but talked yeah, about the crisis. bronze isn't normally even used very much to define comic ages a lot it's, it's kind of a weird so this is silver this is silver age okay yeah. cool so this book was written by dennis o'neill and drawn by the great neil adams um it is a story of joker who once again escapes the mental institution uh and seeks his revenge on one of his previous hood lums what are they called goons goons that's the word i was looking for one of his previous goons who ratted him out and that got him incarcerated so he goes around and batman is trying to reach these potential victims before joker does and so it's a chase uh to save some of these lives joker doesn't have much forgiveness for these people okay so i have a lot to say about this book but two things off the bat to get the conversation going one i really liked at the beginning um my pen exploded. Your pen exploded. <laughs> oh, nice. At the beginning, Batman's talking about... Hold on, let me pull it up because I actually took pictures of things I want to talk about. Um, Batman is like, um, I've kept a close watch on the members of his former gang. And right off the bat, I'm like, okay, hold up. You know this is from 1970-whatever because nowadays it's an ongoing joke that no one survives a Joker gang. Like if you work right. for the Joker, you die. So I like took note of this. And then as the issue went on, I was like, oh, so this <laughs> is like the start of that, right? which is kind of cool. So this book really kickstarts um, Joker being that homicidal, unpredictable, really violent and crazy villain. Is because this the first real thing with that? Not the, the first thing, but this is uh, when Dennis O'Neill tried to make Batman a darker character again. And this is taking Joker into that realm. So this is after the 66 version. This is after Batman and Robin are fighting. I'm sorry, you're saying the 66 version isn't super violent? What were you watching? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After they've been in space and they've had to fight werewolves and all this other crazy stuff, this is going back to a quote-unquote more realistic, more hardcore version of these characters. And this is you know, from 73, it's not ultra-violent, but Joker, yeah. he's just killing people, people left die. and right. Yeah. yeah. He's he's not really taking uh, taking a lot of punches and not, you know, really being very merciful yeah. in his sadistic little way. But, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like graphic blood spill and on the page kind of, you know, that we've Sorry seen. Sorry to disappoint, stuff. Aaron. <laughs> but... I mean, especially with the the art of Neil Adams, like he's scary in it, and he's done mm-hmm. really well. Um, you know, the the opening page of him driving a car, just cackling with the, you know, the, the ha 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 out of word bubbles, just like surrounding him, framing him. I thought that was really good. I, you really feel this. Say Joker's ha 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 again, Jake. Ha ha ha's. You're like ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which Joker was it? Ooh. Can I hear it again? 
Oh, Cesar Romero. <laughs> That's Ledger. That is Hamble. the only Joker. <laughs> yeah, I read this book with oh, his voice. I usually yeah, do. I, did, yeah. I forgot what I was originally going to do in my Week in Geek. Now I remember. Oh, what? 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 Okay, so I've got to preface this with spoiler alert preface. for Arrowverse shows. <gasps> if you don't want to know what's coming up, <gasps> oh, tune out. Okay. Is it about... Okay. Aaron, are you tuning out? Yo, <laughs> you just adjusted your headphone. I'm like, oh shit, Aaron's getting out. <laughs> Is it about the trickster? No, it's better. Oh. So in the upcoming season... Well, uh, let me say the, what that is. So Mark crossover. Hamill played someone in The Flash. He played the trickster. He did play the trickster. And he, um, mm-hmm. he played the trickster in the original Flash TV show, and then he came back and played him again in the, the current Flash TV oh, show. Oh, really? I didn't know about the yeah. original one. Yeah. Um, he was much younger. <laughs> well. Uh, so in the upcoming season of the Arrowverse shows, the big crossover is going to be Crisis of Infinite Earths. Yes. So I read that book. I understand that reference. Some cri- I think we talked about it last episode where um, Brandon Roth, who played Superman is, and plays the Atom in Legends of Tomorrow, is also playing older Superman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like Kingdom Come type right. Superman. So what new information you got for us? Uh, Kevin Conroy. The oh, voice. I saw that. Yeah. He's going to be playing a live action and, version uh, of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. The animated series Batman yeah, voice. Yeah. yeah. And the rumor so mill excited. is that they're trying to get Mark Hamill to come on oh and God. do a live action version of the Joker. But he's <gasps> so old and fat. That hasn't been confirmed. They could but... CGI him and just use his voice. <laughs> or just They probably could. That those shows have a high budget. So the idea would be that yeah. Shark I mean, and Gorilla Grotto Kevin Flash Conroy and Mark Hamill are in their sixties. I mean, they could be retired old right. versions, either oh, Dark awesome. Knight or Batman Beyond. A retired versions. Joker and a retired <laughs> Batman. Like yeah. just beating each other with walkers and canes. In his wheelchair. <laughs> and so this is supposed to be the last season for Arrow. And so oh, I think really? they're going balls to the wall with this crossover episode. I think it's going to be insane. Are they gonna kill him? Oh <gasps> Oliver Queen dies. He does die. You're right. He dies saving the JLA. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to get caught up on Flash. So I know, right? Like we're trying to get through Flash so we can watch this huh. shit come up. And with you know Batwoman being introduced in the season before, oh, I've got to watch that. Yeah, All right, I need to go back and rewatch that stuff. I'm required. My um, gay card will be taken if I don't watch Batwoman. Okay, spoiler <laughs> alert lifted. Back to the normal. Sorry. <laughs> so I have one more thing that I was reading that I want to talk about early in this before it gets lost. How does Batman know? So the Joker is going after these five different guys, right? right? Yeah. How the fuck does he know the order? He knows Uh, the order that Joker's going after them. And there's one part near the end where he's like, oh, uh, they've all died. I keep messing up. But this one, um, I got to go after. And then he's like, oh, wait, Joker must have got him at the beginning. I'm like, how is this all planned? He's the world's greatest detective, Ben. (laughs) No, he's not. He's stupid as hell in this. (laughs) He is. He's dumb as hell. And he's ultra polite. He's like, oh, think nothing of it. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's, that's the rest of what I want to talk about. But I just want to throw in the order to see if I missed something. If y'all had something to add to it. Uh, uh, no, he somehow knows the order. But it no, starts I with two know. of them already being dead, right? Or it starts with the murder Can of the second one. Can we talk about one? how our microphone covers match our outfits? Yes. <laughs> huh. That's all. I just want to say that. That's interesting. <laughs> all right. Right. Colors. Colors are great. 
Great. Sorry. So t- some of them are dead. So yeah, I think it, it doesn't it start with the investigation of the second murder. No, only one is dead. Yeah. So okay. So he's on. But the way he'd to kill already the been one. to the second one because he poisoned the water. Uh Yeah. So Batman goes to see this ex-Joker mob person who's like boxing and Batman's yeah. like let oh, me yeah. help you and the guy punches him and he's like oh sorry Batman's like no worries friend yeah. and then he punches <laughs> him nothing of it. again and Batman's like oh it happens I'm like you dumbass <laughs> you're getting beat up by this boxer guy well, I think and then he they was- fight yeah, and then Batman wins easily. So I think he was letting him think he had the upper hand. But right? that's stupid. Not like <laughs> not I, saying Batman's stupid. Well, I think he knew obviously, but he the guy was talking to him. So I think he was like, "Okay, let's I know he's just pretending not but to hit." Why does the guy think it's an okay idea to like accidentally <laughs> punch Batman? Oh, no, he he punched him on purpose. It was totally on purpose. I know, purpose, but like but... <laughs> How is he justified? So the first time like, Batman oh, I've got says, the element of surprise. I'm boxing. Let me just swing a right cross over here Boop. and knock him. <laughs> Batman's like, perfectly all right. And then the guy's like, oops, hit you again. <laughs> and then Batman's like, what does he say? He says, think nothing of it to answer your question, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fudge am I reading? <laughs> so that's Packy. Uh, and pack, 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 pack a punch. Packy a punch. Yeah. So it gets worse. So, <laughs> so Packy goes. Oh my God, can Packy a punch be a drag name? Free drag name to anyone out there listening. <laughs> after, packy a punch. After <laughs> quote unquote boxing with Batman, he goes to take a, a drink. Is like the rainbow hatchet arch enemy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I should have my own comic book. Whoever makes a comic book will get to appear on our podcast. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Packy goes to get a drink of water <laughs> that's been tainted with Joker toxins mm-hmm. and dies on the spot in Batman's so arms. So after Romantic. he dies, Batman literally kicks a bucket. <laughs> we all kick the bucket in the end. <laughs> nice job. Nice. <laughs> so that's just the kind of story that this yeah, is. The like, literal kick the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I literally kick too. the bucket. Like, oh I mean, it's from the 70s. It has that exposition where it just has to tell you everything that's going on oh, step so by step so much by step. i love how jake noticed it aaron noticed it to the extent that he went and got a sound clip <laughs> and i didn't even catch it i'm just over here like why is he letting it hit him <laughs> he's also stupid. are these chips up for grab yeah so what about the the character bigger melvin <laughs> oh my god he's like bigger bigger i was like stop batman i'm getting turned on stop it's too much <laughs> I mean, you talk about how stupid Batman is. He, like, Bigger Melvin is, like, the dumbest name ever, by the way. But he goes to this elaborate escape plan, like, to get away from Batman as he sees him. He's, like, crawling through holes, going through tunnels. And then Batman just, like, picks him up at the end as he, like, comes <laughs> through the stairs. He has an exploding cigar. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And then he's like, oh, Batman, I'll feel better if you go right in front of me as Batman's, like... <laughs> And then he knocks him out. No, and he's no, like, like, I gotta I have- go get my toothbrush. No, and Batman says, Batman's like, that sounds reasonable. I was like, <laughs> Batman, you are the world's worst detective. I got my whole life reading this. I was like, this shit is funny, but I was like, is it supposed to be funny? Uh, I think it's just dated. I thought it was. I mean, I think it's he still said toothbrush. That's reasonable. Dental <laughs> hygiene. Okay, bats. Bigger, what's his name? Bigger no, Melvin. Bigger's, bigger not, Melvin. Bigger's not the one that um, has the cigar. Bigger got hung, I think. No, Bigger had the sp- exploding cigar. 
No, Bigger got hung, and the Joker is waiting in his room. Why did I wrote? And then Exploding Joker beats yeah, Batman he went up. To go, and then he's like, I'm going to get my toothbrush and my knife and gun. I was like, well, you can let the toothbrush go. You already knocked Batman out. Like, <laughs> you got to get your toothbrush. <laughs> got to have some hygiene. And my knife and gun. I like this uh, version of the Joker. Like, I mean, he's he's dressed to the nines. Like, his suit's pressed. It's, it's the purple know, and green. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, purple and green. It's the perma-white, perma-smile. Like, he... I don't know. I think he looks super creepy. And I mean, Neil Adams, I mean, if you guys don't know, is just, he's one of the legends. He's one of the greats. His art is amazing. Did he mostly do DC or what all did he do? Yeah. I, his, uh, his run on Batman is, you know, one of the things he's most known for. He's, he's a huge DC guy. Uh, one of the, you know, the highlights is near the end. Uh, we have a shark encounter. <laughs> so <laughs> I was reading. Uh, what? I was reading up, uh, you know, reading up on uh, DC Wiki about this issue and everything, and it, it lists all the characters. And I took a picture of it. I wanted to read it to you guys. Does it say shark? <laughs> Hang on, it's great. <laughs> list of supporting characters: Commissioner Gordon, antagonist, the Joker, other characters: Philly Jack Barton, Packy White, Albie, Bigger Melvin, Bing Holly, a shark. <laughs> <laughs> That's so this is uh <laughs> at least the end of this is is a smash up with the the laughing, laughing fish, fish that ended up being the batman that we watched that yeah. episode yeah. we watched mm-hmm. And we reviewed that earlier uh, in season two. So go give it a listen. Um, but you, you mash up the laughing fish in this issue and you kind of get that episode of this TV show. Uh, speaking of Batman being dumb in this, <laughs> the Joker's like, uh, I'm going to either kill the last of my old workers or you can go in the shark tank instead. <laughs> and Batman's like, okay, handcuff me. And he throws No, in. that's not fair. Right. And then Joker's like, oh, better push this old man in a wheelchair in two. And Batman literally says, you fooled me. Joker lied. Surprise. No, he says, you promised. I'm like, it's the Joker, you why is, dumbass. Why is Batman surprised that Joker lied? Because he knows nothing in this book other than how to be stupid. <laughs> It, it, it was literally, I was like, we are watching an, a, or we're reading an actual decent story with a good Joker and the dumbest Batman. Right. It's like a caricature <laughs> of it, a he, joke he, of Batman. I was like, yeah. what is happening? Well, I think that's one of the reasons this issue gets so much regard is that, you know, they were still trying to fix all of the stuff that the 60s had done with Batman. You promised. And this makes, <laughs> this takes that hokey joke, or the hokey Batman. Smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, hokey Batman has to really face a very scary and, 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 and real threat Joker. I mean, he's not, there's not and giant. And a shark. And a shark. Dun, 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 which he dun, dun, kills. Batman kills a lot of animals. I hated that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like that either. Toby doesn't need to know that. No. <laughs> not at Toby, all. Toby, skip ahead. Yeah, don't, don't listen or, to anybody backtrack and then skip ahead totally yeah and he's like riding the shark and he's like okay gotta dismantle its teeth and then if i pull this way and then it's like oh the shark's floating to the bottom of the pool or sinking to the bottom of the pool i'm like why are you thought bubbling that you just murdered this animal 
that the Joker saved from pollution. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. How, since he is killing all his goons, did Joker get the shark off the beach into the aquarium? And the shark is like totally good. It's a very good question. So that's what I want to. But the Joker to. is a Jake? is an environmentalist. Is this and something Batman? that only happened in the Bronze Age? <laughs> Is that a Bronze Age thing, Ben? Oh my God! Can Bronze Age be please be the new thing we always give him crap about? <laughs> Every time something doesn't make sense, we're like, "It's fine. It's the Bronze Age. It's fine." Uh, I have no idea how he got the shark into the tank. It doesn't make any sense. It's okay. It's a Bronze Age. <laughs> but well, I- it goes back to like some of the other things where Joker's got all these flying contraptions and is a genius with technology and inventions. Yeah. I mean, that we've seen in like He's the enemy show. And, and his yeah. priorities are different than a normal person's. Oh, oh, oh. That, no, that's good. That's good. He, um, he makes the conscious decision in this one to not kill Batman. Oh, right. are we going there? Because that's the big thing about this issue. Well, I think we oh. have to. All right. Then I would like to read you guys something. <laughs> I mean, I could continue to say wonky ass shit Batman <laughs> says because I have some more pictures. But all right, so after Big Melvin knocks Batman bigger, out, bigger, bigger, I thought it was getting his toothbrush. I didn't see it coming either. <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying to get his toothbrush, and then Joker hung him. So before the brushing, yeah, Joker kills Big Melvin and then finds a defenseless, unconscious Batman on the floor. And this is his. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> I love that. SpongeBob. <laughs> I was going I don't know that one. Uh, all right. So the Joker. His life is mine. I can crush the breath out of him effortlessly. I can, at least, at last, triumph. But such a hollow victory. It was mere luck that caused my attack to on him to succeed. I'd always envisioned my winning as a result of cunning. At the end, a bitter struggle between the Batman and myself, him using his detective skills, which not what in this book, and, and me. Right, right. <laughs> and, Sorry, Joker, not going to get him this time. And oh, me employing the divine gift men call madness. No, without the game that Batman and I have played for so many years, winning is nothing. He shall live until I can destroy him properly. That's huge. Dun, dun, dun. Right? That's what we've always known and felt, yeah. but I've never read it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this book is what set that up is like Joker doesn't really probably want to kill him. He no, wants to he toy doesn't. with him. He yeah. wants to play the game with him. Yeah. Because we've teetered on it. It's, but now we're like, oh. Yeah. The end is setting up for a conversation in another book, I think, that we'll we'll get to. Oh, really? Possibly. About pollution? About jokes. <laughs> the last line. Jokes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Season three, y'all, y'all <laughs> listeners, thank you for listening. I'm not stopping the podcast. Don't be mad, but I'm saying thank you for listening because season three is going to be rough. But I'm actually really looking forward to the discussions because I think we're going to get into some deep shit. The Joker and Batman's eternal struggle and and the reason. Oh, that- oh, sorry. No, I have something relevant to that. Okay. Um, I was talking It's with... not a podcast. He doesn't interrupt you 12 times. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. So I, mean, I, on, Jake. <laughs> so I was talking to some coworkers. Um, I have a coworker that I think is my foil. And apparently not everyone knows what that is. A foil is... First, outer, inner, last. It's a mathematical... Correct. Not oh. what we're talking about. We ain't talking about aluminum neither. We're talking about how it's the opposite... Mm. So a foil is like your opposite character. So it's usually a character created to push you and challenge you, but in all the ways that make you different. 
And so when I was explaining this to my coworker, I literally used Batman and the Joker as an example. Nice. So that would have been a great week in Geek um, that I used Batman in like an actual conversation to teach someone something. <laughs> so that was, yeah. Anyways, nice. to go on. Well, no, no. I, I just wanted to open the conversation about Batman and Joker and the, the, the fact that neither one is willing to ultimately destroy the other one. Right, because they need each other. Because they, like I just said, they challenge each other. They push each other to be stronger. Yeah. In a terrible, crazy way. But they do. Like, Batman's stronger because of the Joker and vice versa. So, do you think Batman's strength is is coming from him continually having to chase him down and the frustration that Joker causes? I mean, the death and the mayhem that he causes? I mean, like, honestly... Sorry, Aaron. Um... Batman has chosen to not kill the Joker just as much as the Joker's right. chosen to not kill him. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost every time. Like, Batman has him unconscious. I think almost- Batman looks forward to the encounters with the Joker. I think there's that dark side of him that knows that... I mean, I liked it in here. Joker, Batman calls him his arch enemy at the end. Yeah. He references, this is my arch enemy. And you're, he knows that as long as Joker's out there, he can be Batman. He doesn't have to put that cowl up. He doesn't have to stop. He can continue to pursue. He doesn't have to give up. He can let bring Joker in, not hurt him in a serious manner, and know that Joker will find some way to escape so they can do it again. Yeah. And I think there's part of, you know, I think there's a huge part of Batman that likes it and wants Joker out there, and he's willing to, He he'll say that, oh, he's bad, he killed all these people, but... I don't think he really cares. I think he likes the hunt. I think he's at the point where if Joker wasn't there, he's not needed. And I, I agree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. You think that Joker is the driving force in Batman's continued crusade? I think it's most of it. I think he's always... if When Joker's locked up, he continues to have the mantle. He continues to go after and defend against all these other wackos that show up. Because there are a lot. There are a lot. But I think... The continued rise of Joker over and over is what encourages the continued growth of the other villains. Yeah. And I think it continues to, if without the villains there, there's no point for Batman. And Bruce Wayne's got nothing if he doesn't have the Batman. Okay. So I was. Even though he's got everything. Going to save this from my Weekend Geek for the next episode, but it fits far too well into this conversation. I was watching a uh, really good Netflix TV show called Dear White People. And there's a whole like. 10 minute that's exaggerating seven minute scene where these two characters are fighting and about um race and the race issues in america yada yada it's a comedy whatever so they get in discussion about batman and how he is there to solve the problems but he creates the problems they had this big discussion on this tv show not about superheroes or anything geeky that was literally comparing the batman and villain problem with how people kind of like build on each other in normal society. And they were really talking about, you know, if there was no Batman, half those villains wouldn't even be there. Like he's there to stop them, but they want to be there. So it's like the chicken and egg thing. It's like, which came first. And so I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting to go off of what Aaron was saying. I personally feel like the Joker is obviously super important. He's the one that gets the job done. Yeah, he's the one that has the most permanent negative influence. But at the same time, he's the the one 
<laughs> the most fun. Ha ha ha. He's the one that will never be stopped. So Batman started to clean up the streets and everything because of his dead parents. Well, at the end of the day, that's eventually going to be resolved. Like you can beat up robbers. Whatever. I mean, he, he took down the mob, but then something else showed up. Right. The supervillains. And so those will never go away. But the reason they're not going away is because he won't take that step to permanently end them. But also him being a wackadoo out there is making all these other people who are a little off their rockers be like, I'm going to be hairspray man and I'm going to go hairspray everyone and kill them. And like, it's creating all these other wackadoo characters. So I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. No, no, no. no, And I think it's the one argument and the one, uh, the one conversation that, um, every Batman fan, everybody who you know really reads in the comics, uh, I think feels the same way. Except when you step away from the Joker and you get into like modern film and everything, and everybody's like, "Well, of course, like Batman would kill now. Like that's how you get the job done." Da da da. But so much would be resolved if Batman did kill the Joker. If he took that step that you said. And he ended the Joker. How many lives would he save? But he doesn't want to be a monster himself. See, that's I'm the a defining character. What? Huh? What'd you say? I said, or does he? So, oh. you were talking about foils and everything. So, Joker has zero regard for anybody's lives. Anybody. He doesn't care. They're dead. Yeah, he's, kill tried, he's tried to kill his girlfriend multiple times. Yeah, he'll kill anybody <laughs> but Batman. Batman will not kill anybody, but the one person he probably should kill is, is the Joker. killing everyone close to him. Spoiler. So, <laughs> that, oh, he doesn't kill. Spoiler. <laughs> that foil just defines both of those characters so very well. Like, And I, it's an idea that's going to continue from is this Aaron book. Is Aaron my foil? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Are we the opposites <laughs> with you awkwardly in the middle? Oh, yeah, I'm the two face of the two of you. <laughs> well, then. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> other thoughts about the book? This was a good discussion, friends. I'm a good level of drunk. I'm sorry for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh. Um, no, I mean, just a couple other great quotes from. <laughs> <laughs> he just played me. That wasn't even me. That was an audio clip. You know. Um, the the very last quote is stop. I wrote it down too. Okay, go you ahead. say it. You say no, it. No, you, you do it. <sighs> He's walking the Joker down the sunrise. Like this is a gorgeous yellow and orange page. The sun yeah. is rising. Dawn has come. Batman's cape is blowing majestically in the wind. Joker looks be- shoved, like messed up. Batman has his hand on uh-huh. Joker's like small of his neck, which is a very romantic place. Right. And he says to think that you. My arch enemy would make me grateful for pollution. I'm like, the fudge are we talking about up in this bitch? Like, there's so much. So much. Yeah. It's them sharing a moment. Because Joker cares about saving the sharks. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And Batman doesn't care a crap about the environment. So, I like this book. Uh... I, I did. I liked I liked the art. It was kind of it wasn't for being the seventies. I didn't think it was terrible compared to some of the things that we've read, um, or we'll be reading shortly in the future. Um, Gasp! No, I thought the there was some humor there with uh, the Joker and I. Batman was so terrible 
in this book. <laughs> and I liked it because it was slapsticky. And I think um, sometimes that's needed when you have the depth of the Joker and the darkness that he brings and how that's going to keep it somewhat lighter. Um, I thought that it set it up really well for some of the things that will be to come. Uh, bang, bang! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was me. That was not an audio clip, but it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will be. Uh, you never know. But yeah, no, I would uh, I would say read it if you um, like Joker stories. It's a good one. Um, finding out more of what draws him and uh, what propels him and and the relationship between him and uh, good old Brucey. So I don't think we said where you can easily find this. We actually read it from a collection, um, a trade of the greatest Joker stories ever told. We only read this one, but it's a beautiful cover. Uh, I don't know who drew the cover, but it's Joker. Brian Boland. It's beautiful. It's Joker holding a Joker fish that's like really fucking creepy, but I would probably eat it on some sushi. Um, I liked this book a lot. I thought that... I would not eat a Joker fish. I'd die. But I thought... I agree with Aaron. Stop. You made me this drink. Why are you laughing at me? Um, I finished I, mine. You've had like three sips. Whatever. I'm smaller than you. I'm sorry. Hashtag you fat. Uh, <laughs> I like the book. I like the book for... This town needs an enemy. I like the book... I liked the book for all the right reasons. So like all the deep Joker stuff, I really did think it was a well thought out story and it really drives home the character. Like it brings the character to life that we know. And I liked it for all the wrong reasons, which was the humor that I don't think was intentional. The toothbrush had me gagging. Do you I was don't like, think that was intentional. I mean, it was, it had to have been. I, in, well, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know, but I like, is my that characteristic of the bronze age, Jake? The bronze age. Humor. The bronze age. Humor. Is that traditional yep. or? Okay. Oh, Jake don't know shit. Anyways, I love you. He looks mad. You're not fat. You're just fat compared to me. Anyways, so my review is it's really fun. And Jake's <laughs> mad at me now. And I feel a little bad, but not really, because that's my whole job here to be mean to him. Go the ahead, Bronze Jake. Age ran from 1970 <laughs> to 1986. <laughs> all right. So all this right. is actually a Bronze Age story. Oh. So, 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 no, wait, hold on. Actually, no, that's super interesting. So, 86 was Crisis? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Bronze Age... Okay. So, 86 is my birth year. So, I showed up in this world the same time that oh, the, the modern, modern comics... That's oh. kind of cool. I love that. Great. Yeah. Shut well, up, bitch. All three of us were born <laughs> in the Bronze Age of comics. Well, no. I was born at the year of the Crisis. Yeah, that would explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crisis in our household. <laughs> Jake, thoughts on the book? I've had this trade, the greatest Joker stories ever told, for a while. It has a lot of Silver Age, Golden Age, Bronze Age stories in it. And we know that is now. <laughs> um, you can actually find the Laughing Fish that issues in here too. Oh, nice. I don't know if you guys flipped through it to find that, but uh, I had not read this one. Um, this is a quintessential Joker story. Like, if somebody who is willing to read older comics wants to read about Batman, wants to read about why the movies have decided to make the choices that they've done, why the characters have evolved into what they have become currently, like, 
there's so much in Tom King's run around the wedding with Joker and Catwoman and the the in the chapel and everything that this story go into the chapel and we're not gonna get married. <laughs> Uh, so much from that issue that calls back to what this book set up. To the Holy Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> of so, love. If you if you are interested in the mythology of Batman, especially, especially the Joker stuff, uh, this is a must read. I think. Good. Yeah, what a, oh, we uh, all liked it. Look at that. Yeah, that's that what ain't a, gonna happen in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> What are we reading next, Jake? All right. Well, actually, Aaron, why don't you tell us what we're reading next? Because in season three, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Instead of waiting to the end of the season to do Ben and Aaron's Elseworld issues, we're going to put them throughout the season. And if you're a new listener, Elseworld's issues are books that don't necessarily fit with the continuity. It can be whatever Ben and Aaron choose to go in this season. Well, I chose this one, and it's called (laughs) Batman's Scar of the Bat. Because and he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> He's my foil. I think it my has foil! everything in it that Ben could possibly want. So this is by Max Allen Collins and Eduardo Barreto. So to leave y'all in suspense, there is one thing in this that I lived for. So tune in next week because I lived lived. <laughs> that means I liked it. I don't know what it is. Only one panel. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, well, All right. Well, Aaron, did uh, did we learn anything this episode? I don't know, Jake. It's I'm that sure time again. Did you another one of our cute little skits? No. It's time to learn the day's lesson, and to find out what it is, we turn to the wheel of Batman. Wheel yes! of Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the yes! lesson that we should learn. What is the moral of today's story, Aaron? Uh, Mark Hamill is your shit. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Mark Hamill is the shit. All Mark right. Hamill, if you listen to this podcast. Oh, would, my God. I would die. If you would like I to would come die. on. Or if anybody out there knows Mark Hamill and would like to invite him on, on our Mark. podcast. Come on, Marky Mark. Oh, that's a different way. Yeah, nope. Thank I'd you. I'd talk to Marky Mark. That'd Mark. be fine. I mean, I would look at... Never mind. Um, thanks for listening. I'm Ben, your sunshine in Gotham. I'm Jake. I'm going to keep the crazy list coming. I'm Aaron. I will clean this up. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oats of Betty's plants, this city's waste. I am the knight, a tyrant of the shade. I am the Hey everybody, this is Aaron from the Brotherhood of Batman. We just want to let you know the Brotherhood of Batman is now part of the Batman Podcast Network. And the Podcast Network is a collection of uh, Batman-themed podcast shows uh, and ones that cover DC films and other areas about Batman on film and some other things you may want to check out. We're excited to be part of this group, and you should head on over to batmanpodcastnetwork.com to find out more. And as always, check our socials for information about the Brotherhood of Batman on Facebook or Twitter or send us an email at brotherhoodofbatman at gmail.com. Thanks.